0: When he noticed what you were up to, Jen hissed and took a st- quick step back. Something between panic and grief flickering up in his eyes. Don't touch me. He said sharply, but not aggressively. You were shocked at yourself and pulled your hand back. S- sorry. He mumbled, distancing yourself from the devil with a quick step. A short pause formed when neither of you said anything, but finally Jen was overwhelmed by curiosity. And... He asked. How did it taste? He looked up, surprised yet again. What? He replied, completely lost and he sighed. The food, he explained. The food on the table? And he finally understood. It was delicious, he answered. Like the food I'm used to from my home? It was like that. A smile rushed over Jen's face but his shoulders sank down. You missed home, you missed your mom, you missed the sunlight, the wind, the smell of earth after the rain. Jen's smooth voice interrupted your thoughts. He seemed to have figured out what was going on in your mind. What is your favorite dish? he asked, sounding genuinely interested. He frowned, but then you started to think Favourite dish um I know. And the thought Your lips crawled into a faint smile. Sushi. Jin chuckled, and it was one of the friendliest sounds he had heard since he descended down here. Easy, he said. Should I make it for dinner tomorrow? Your eyes widened. You mean you? He started, and Jin nodded, with a proud expression. I've been cooking everything, yes? He was surprised, but also impressed. Why do you cook? He asked. The demon seemed conflicted but finally decided to answer. A bit complicated, he said, and indicated for you to sit down on one of the stools at the counter. I think Hozyok told you how eating works for us. You didn't think about where he knew that from, but just nodded as you sat down. Jin turned around and proceeded to cut vegetables. Well... You might also have figured we don't get to have a meal very often, apart from the animal. He hesitated and looked at you insecure. You nodded and he proceeded. Annual said chosen ones. There aren't a lot of worthy souls who find their way down here. Maybe a rabbit or a few mice every few months. But that isn't really satisfying. As sad as it is, their souls are tiny and very bland. He sounded apologetic but you just hummed to let him know that it was fine. His white shoulders relaxed a bit and finally, he reached for a bunch of carrots he kept talking. Anyway, we are just hungry a lot of the time and maybe it's not the same kind of hunger or appetite that humans feel, not that I would know, but it's more of a desire, a really deep desire. We don't feed on physical food after all and it certainly makes a difference. Even if I don't know how much of a difference really it is. He shrugged. But you were sure he wasn't that indifferent about it. You get used to it, but it's hard. And when someone like you comes down here, well... He threw you a glance and smiled. It doesn't make it any easier. The whole mansion smells of you. And when everyone is starving, it's hard to resist. You frowned. Resist. He asked. Why would you resist? The demon sighed. It's not necessary. You're right. He replied while shifting uncomfortably. But it's more of a thrill, to be honest. And the more interesting it is, the longer it satisfies. He paused. I personally don't appreciate the effort the others make with the postponing, but I can't do anything against it. You winced at his words but forced yourself not to jump up and flee. It seemed like Jin seriously didn't intend to play with you like the others did and he decided to stay for just a little while longer. Suddenly, another question popped up in your head. What if you don't feed at all, though? Jin seemed to freeze for a second. Then he grabbed the next carrot. You could see his hands shaking. You know, he started. But he seemed very reluctant, the humans are right for offering sacrifices. If we wouldn't be feeling for a long time, we would just lose our minds. And you certainly don't want demons to lose their ability to think rationally and control themselves. A short pause formed before he replied. Although it made you shiver, he said, I should be glad to be down here to protect humankind then." Jin stopped in his tracks and looked at you. He smiled sadly and just attempted to speak up when he was harshly interrupted. What is this? You knew the voice just too well. And winced immediately, backing away from the door when you noticed the huge figure standing in the frame. Nam Namjoon stepped out of the shadows and fixated Jin. Having a nice chat? He asked, but didn't seem pleased in the slightest of ways. Instead, his expression darkened even more when he approached Jin. Even the other demon tensed up when Namjoon's aura washed over him, dark and heavy and completely terrifying. The latter's eyes narrowed into slits. Are you getting familiar with the food already? He growled and he winced when he realized he didn't mean the food on the countertop he meant you. Jin frowned. She's not. Namjoon interrupted almost immediately. Yes, she is. He snarled back. And you better back off and wait your turn. Jin swallowed. You could almost feel his nervousness from where you stood and finally gave in with a slight nod. Namjun took a step back and watched him quietly. Good. He finally said. And you. When he turned to you, you avoided his eyes. Don't get the impression you will be able to become friends with us. Everything was quiet. Then he added, Don't forget your position, human. Without anything else, he left the room. Jin threw you an apologetic glance but then urged you to leave the room. You felt both sad and angry when you walked up the stairs to your room. But you knew it was better to obey. Namjin wasn't someone you wanted to mess with. While you opened the door to your bedroom, the demon's words echoed in your head. Don't forget your position, human. During that night, your sleep was restless. Your thoughts were haunted by a tall demon with bright red eyes and a terrifying voice. When you woke up in the early morning, your sheets were sticking to your skin with sweat off and your brain was fighting to tear fantasy and reality apart. The rest of the dim morning hours, you spent curled up in one corner of your bed, hiding under the sheets as if they could protect you from any of the monsters you were living with. Time skipped. Namjin closed the door to the living room and approached his companions, sitting down quietly in one of the huge seats. Hoseok was the one who broke the silence. "What do you think of her?" Namjin kept quiet and waited for the others to reply. They exchanged few glances, then Jin spoke up. "She's nice." His glance flickered towards the leader insecurely, but when the leader didn't show any signs of anger, he took a deep breath and kept going. I feel like she doesn't belong here, even less than the ones before her. Jimin cocked his head to the side and hummed. Hmm, yet she doesn't seem too frightened. He answered, it's a bit weird. She is frightened. The calm voice made everyone look up in surprise. Junkop was leaning against the wall and his expression was dark. Don't tell me you don't hear her. The other demons look at each other then concentrated, and really, they could hear her. Shallow breathing, suppressed hiccups, and a heartbeat so fast it could be the one of a tiny bird trying to escape its cage. Jimmy looked down, suddenly feeling bad for not noticing, and Yungi rubbed his back. It's not for long, he insisted, his black eyes fixating Jungkook while the younger lowered his glance. Then Billy learned that, Namjoon huffed and everyone looked at him. It doesn't matter, he said. Learn it or not, it's the same every year. Of course bread and so? A small smoke flickered across his face. It makes the taste more exquisite. The demons swallowed, their throats getting dry and aching when they thought of the taste of a soul. It had been so long since they had eaten. They were starving. Jungkook was the first to get a grip on himself. Then let's just end it, he said, but his voice was hoarse, giving away that his throat hurt just as much as the others. Namjoon chuckled and leaned back. Patience, he chided. Now that she is here, we can all have the fun we want. He didn't notice the glances his fellow devils exchanged, wavering between excited and uncomfortable. Instead, he got up, Yungi will be first. Don't mess it up. All he got was a little nod. Then Namjun turned around and left others behind. Time skipped. When you woke up, you felt horrible. You hadn't slept. Instead, you had been dozing on and off, chased by the dark fantasies your traumatized brain produced. When you looked out the window, you realized it was already early evening. You had slept a whole day. Still, you didn't feel rested. But although you felt exhausted, you also realized you had gotten a little less scared and intimidated. This new courage was why you got out of bed, shied quickly, and then walked downstairs without hesitation when your stomach crumbled. Whatever you did, it didn't matter in the end anyway. So why not let it all go? When you entered the dining room, the table was full with food, but the door at the other end of the room was closed. You felt a bit sad when you looked at it, stating whether you should go inside or not. But finally decided against it. It was better if you stayed away from those boys as much as possible. Quietly, you sat down and started eating. The longer you sat there, the harder it got to bear with the silence. At some point you started wishing you had some kind of music to play. But of course you didn't. You hadn't been allowed to take a lot of stuff with you and since you hadn't expected to be alive for so long, Your phone hadn't been one of the things you had packed. Phone. In the hell. Wow. It's quiet, right? A rough voice made you flinch and you looked around, but couldn't find anyone or anything. Thinking that you had imagined it, you returned to your food but a few seconds later someone chuckled. Look up. You raised your head and grew aware of the young man hanging from the ceiling. He smiled, then let go and landed in front of you. You drew back a bit, but Yoongi raised his hands and sat down. No evil intentions. He smiled. And if you wouldn't have known he was a demon, you would have believed him. With a frown, you reached for your slice of bread and took a bite. Whether he was here or not, you had decided to keep going with your life, if it could be called a life. And the young man didn't seem to mind. He watched you quietly, but after a while, you started to get more and more comfortable. Yungi noticed the tension vanishing from your body and hummed. Mmm, there we go, he said. That's better. You didn't respond to his words, and he shifted in his seat. Are you angry at me? He smiled, and he threw him a sharp glance. His lips formed an appreciative, oh, but he didn't let it slip. Instead, he just leaned back again and kept watching you. You finished your meal quickly and without saying anything, and then you sat there and waited for Yungi to react. Even though you didn't want to give in, you were unsure about what the demon would do if you just got up and left. So you stayed still. Yungi eyed you. You're not scared anymore, he noted. That's good. and decided to interrupt. Good, he asked. Don't you want me to be scared? Yoongi stared at you for a second and then quite laughed escaped his lips. You're a good observer, he smiled. Yes, we want you to be scared most of the time, that is, he leaned back and relaxed. But it's very boring if our prey always runs from us, you know? He sucked in a breath but didn't answer. Yoongi shrugged. Also, if a soul is surrounded by too much fear, it goes bitter. His eyes formed a little creasins as he smiled again, and I hate bitter food. He you lowered your glance, and Yungi got serious. As nice as it seems, he continued, you should never start to believe that we do this for you, keeping your life for longer simply because we enjoy your company. His insides twitched as he listened to himself. What he said was mostly right but not fully. To be honest, it was very lonely down here, especially in this part of the netherworld. Very few demons came to visit and the seven sins had been to themselves a lot anyway. As they were some of the strongest demons, most of the downworlders didn't dare to meet with them. It was nice to have somebody to play with, but being the kind of man he was, he was unable to admit it to himself. You guys are the seven sins, right? His thoughts were interrupted by your voice. Your eyes narrowed. Which sin are you? Yungi smiled. Guess, he replied. Guess which sin I am? You looked at him sharply, remembering the school lessons about the demons. History had been a big part of your school's curriculum and you had listened to the story of the demons a thousand times. That's why you clearly remembered the seven sins you had been taught about. Everything you had to do was... Assign Yungi to one of them. Yungi smirked while he thought for a while. But finally you decided and straightened your back. His eyes sparkled dangerously. So? He asked. His voice was deeper and rougher now. Did you decide? He swallowed the slight nervousness creeping up your back and looked him dead in the eye. Pride, you said quietly. You are pride.